Hey, this is Steve, and welcome to these last days. And yes, we are saints, holy ones, set apart, sanctified ones, to contain this treasure, Christ. This is what Paul calls all the churches, all the believers. This is who you are, wherever you are. You are saints of God because of Christ. And we are meant to contain this Christ. Paul is such a good steward. And he goes on to say in verse 2 of Colossians 1, grace to you, saints. Now, I'm not going to belabor, belabor over each word or phrase, but we've got to touch upon this word grace. Because in all 13 epistles that we know Paul wrote, he begins them with grace. Significantly to the churches, grace to you. And in all 13 of his epistles, he ends with grace be with you. Grace be with you all. Or grace be with your spirit. Amen. This is important. These aren't good Pauline writing descriptors to tell us that this is Paul who wrote this. No, this is the word of God. We need to look at this because these are, are words written by Paul, the apostle, called by God to us to deliver a word about what the church should be to us, not just these ancient churches. We can run to Revelation in these last days, but may we go to the man, the apostle, that was called by God to the churches to deliver and share this treasure, who was a good steward, and listen to how he speaks to us. Grace to you. What does this word grace mean? It is not just God's unmerited favor, favor, or God's riches at Christ's expense, good objective knowledge words. But John tells us what grace is. John says, we beheld him as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace, full of grace, he says. He had the glory of God, and what does the glory of God look like in a man? Full of grace. And then he says, we have received this fullness. We are full of grace because of this Christ for days. For years they watched Jesus, and what did they see? They saw God's life in a man, Jesus, God's Son, and He lived this life of God perfectly all the days that they saw Him. He was full of God's life, God's gift to mankind, and we call that grace. And this grace went to the cross. This grace died. This grace arose. And then this grace ascended. And he dispensed this grace, this life, into those who believed into him, the Lord Jesus Christ. And now we have received the fullness of his grace by which we are saved. We have received the life of God through Christ. Amen. And we are indeed 
saints. And so when Paul speaks to the churches, he looks at them and he says, all right, we shall begin. Grace to you. We know your problems, Corinth, Galatia, Colossae. Before I say anything else in regard to those matters, let me just say to you what I'm giving you overall is this. Grace to you, saints. This is what you need. Whatever I share with you that's unique to your problems is all going to be solved with the grace that is in you, that needs to flow from you, that needs to live out of you 24-7 and be the entirety of your living. Amen. This is what Paul shared with all the churches. Grace to you. He could have just as easily said, Jesus to you. Here's what it looks like in your situation. Oh, brothers and sisters, grace to you. And then when he was done with each epistle, whether it was four chapters, whether it was 12 chapters, whether it was 18 chapters, whatever it is, he concluded by saying, now, grace be with you. What I shared with you is Christ. What I brought to you is Christ or grace. Now let this grace stay with you. Let it dwell in your spirit. Let it permeate your being. Let it flow out of you. This is the great need of all the churches. And then he would say, I will pray for you without ceasing. This is how he prayed for all the churches. That the grace would just permeate their fellowship. The very life of Christ in you flowing between all the members and in all of our living. Oh, saints, grace to you. And may grace be with us all as we enjoy this word. Amen. Thank you.